Hey everyone, this is Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to launch a new product successfully on Amazon, and we're also going to be talking about the best way to optimize that content. Do you... The second point is, do we need very long titles or do we, can we go out with those short titles? We constantly are kind of debating about that. So today we're going to talk a little bit further about that. And also, what do you need for your back end search? All right. Welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Lunch with Norm. Lunch with Norm. I love this topic. We're constantly talking about it. There's always lots of debate about this. There's lots of different ways to do it. So today we are going to be talking about how to launch a new product successfully on Amazon. Our guest is in a market is a marketplace consultant helping online sellers expand their presence presence on eBay and on Amazon. Has over 10 years experience working with UK and international uh, businesses. He is a first-time guest, and we're talking about Prabhat uh, Shah, and we're going to be talking to him in two seconds, but first, uh, let's get a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Clear Ads. Looking to maximize your Amazon ads ROI? Well, whether you need full service or just one or two services, Clear Ads Amazon advertising experts drive outstanding results across the Amazon marketplace. With over nine years of experience, their Amazon PPC managers have helped thousands of companies to drive down their cost of sales and scale up their revenue, profits, and orders. And with their unrivaled Amazon DSP expertise, ClearAds DSP services are tailored to your brand. You really can't go wrong. Get in touch today with ClearAds' dedicated team by visiting the link in the description or visiting clearads.co.uk. And remember, more sales, better ROI, incredible growth. Check out ClearAds today. And by the way, I just heard from George that they are also um, doing Walmart DSP. So that's kind of cool. All right, Kelsey, where are you? Hello, hello. Happy Friday. How's it going? Happy, Norm? happy, happy. Happy, happy Friday. It's Just want to give a quick shout out to Connor. Good to see Connor. Hope you're having a great Friday as well. Let us know where you're watching uh, today as we're talking about, I think, a pretty cool topic. Uh, anyways, if you're new to the podcast, um this is a completely live podcast we if you have questions we've got your answers so let us know in the comment sections um we're talking about product launches today so um uh, whatever it is it can be a beginner question it could be advanced um let us know in the comment sections we're going to dive into that at the end of the, today's show and give you those answers and of course we want to smash those like buttons give us a thumbs up uh for today's episode also make sure you join our lunch with norm uh, Facebook group. That's Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA, and e-commerce collective. That's where all the fun happens and where you can get discounts. We just had a great discount from Zoof that's available in the Facebook group. Um, so go ahead and check that out. 
And let me see, I think that's about it. We've got lots of things happening in the Lunch with Norm world that we're gonna be letting everyone know shortly. So uh, it's gonna be fun. And uh, okay, we got Connor watching from Dallas, Texas. We got Taco Community joining us. Good morning. I could go for a taco right now, actually, for lunch. That'd be uh, pretty nice. And uh, I think that's it. Um, yeah. Very good. So one of the things I just wanted to touch on is uh, we're transforming. We're evolving. There's lots of things happening within our community. Uh, really positive things. A lot of the uh, new things that are going to be happening are going to be because of you, uh, the community. You've given us a whole bunch of insight that uh, we would never have thought of. So you're going to be seeing uh, more training, uh, more content, uh, more community involvement with just different areas. Uh, there's a lot going on, and I can't wait to just let everybody know what's happening. I think you'll all be very excited about this. So, oh, and there's Eric from Montana. All right. So welcome, everybody. And guess what? We actually started on time today. So um, people are probably not used to that. <laughs> okay, Kels. So I think you can get out of here. See you later. Right. You do your thing. You push the buttons. Okay. And uh, we're going to welcome our guest today. Um, so sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee enjoy the show i know our guest has his coffee we got to get him a lunch with norm mug but welcome probat thank you very much norm for, thanks for having me here oh you know what it's a it's a pleasure i mean it's it's great i mean you're always like a, a guy with positive energy I, I love talking to people that uh you know exude energy the good Excellent. way <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I, you know, you know, I've been following your podcast for some time, so it's it's I, it's real privilege to be here today. So um, I'm happy to share any knowledge I have. Fantastic, and I do want to talk, you know, a little bit about what you're doing. Um, something interesting, you know, what I, I was reading about uh, in your bio was you tackle eBay, and eBay is a four-letter word for a lot of us Amazon sellers that have tried to be eBay sellers, um, you know, back in the day. And it, the platform just was terrible. And now um, I've, I went over to uh, eBay and uh, this is during um, the Empowery conference and some of the stuff that they were doing, people really have to do a full circle and check out eBay. I mean, it's a new market. It's a market around brand. They've got so many options to choose from. And uh, it's just something that when I when I saw that you were dealing it, you're one of the only guys I know that are really diving into eBay. So I, I would love to talk to you more about that and even have another podcast just around that. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people who sell on Amazon, you know, going to eBay, spend some time and sometimes they don't invest enough time, I think. But it's a platform that that can grow your sales. Um, it may not work for all the categories, but there are certain categories can do really, really well on eBay. You know, we had a a, a client that uh, he was he was shut down for hazmat issues, which was a bunch of malarkey. Um, there was no issue with his product. Uh, every time we would get it fixed, uh, we knew that what they were saying was wrong. We addressed it. We'd have to open up new case studies. It would always take us forever to do. So we ended up over on eBay and there was three products. Now, this is definitely not the norm. 
this is very rare, I think. I think you'll agree. But he ended up selling $150,000 a month off of three products. Wow. Now, this is, this is, just, and it was easy compared to everything Amazon was doing was hard. You know, it just, and I think they're trying to, to change that around, but it's going to, it's an uphill battle for them. It's such a beast. But with eBay, they're really trying to help you out. You can get answers. And they've got so many really cool tools that few people know about. Yeah, absolutely. And you've rightly said about the support side of things. It's um, it's something that everybody appreciates when 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 comparing to Amazon itself. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that uh, sellers should uh, check out and invest a bit more time on that. All right, you, you know you're in the hot seat today. Uh, we've we probably the most debate there is, uh, you know, out there is about product launches and how to do it and how to do it successfully. So uh, yeah, we'll see what some of the comments are. And if you're listening right now, I'd love to hear your comments. Have you done a successful product launch recently, and how did you do it? Just give us some tips. Anyways. Love to hear from you. Put your comments in. If you have any questions, um, you know, we're here to answer them. So let's start off at the beginning. How, I, I guess, you know, when if I take a look at the overall picture of Amazon, is it possible, if you could give a percentage, and I know this is crazy, but if you do things right and what we're going to be talking about, what are your chances of having a successful product launch? Because I hear a lot of people saying is it just never works. You know, you just can't do it anymore. Yeah, I think the the way we are talking today is all uh, in a right way forward. So uh, I've got to admit, not all the products can work in the same yeah. way because the tactics may be different. But we need to go back. We need to learn to go back to the basics and try not to cut that process short because we've seen people um, cutting the process short and then they, they product get, you know, their hands get burned. So we don't want to end up in that situation. So going right to the basics of, you know, getting the content right. And uh, for instance, if the content, we have got various parts of the content, the title, the bullet points, the description, the backend search terms. So these are the basic things we need to get it right. And, uh, that doesn't mean that we over uh, inflate the title with you know unnecessary keywords we need to put a right keyword in and then that should work uh, but there are again lots of tools that can help you find the relevant search terms or relevant keywords so i think i'll, I'll let you lead the conversation a little bit on that and we can we can well let's let's start there so when we're talking about um finding that product launch like can we kind of go through what you're looking for to start like to make this thing happen absolutely so initially if the product isn't right it's not going to work so we we know that so if there is not a high demand on the product it's not going to work so right from the start whether the product is in demand once we have got a product that's in demand then we we it we go through the content uh, writing process so for content writing We've got a couple of elements for that, getting the titles right, getting the description right, bullet points and search terms right. So to help you find out what's the relevant keywords, there are various tools in the market. You know, a lot of us know Helium 10. 
Let's take that an example. There are lots of others, but once you understand how one tool works, whether you're using a tool A or tool B, um, I don't think that matters too much because they, they all give data from Amazon. So with these tools in mind, there you can do a seed keyword search. You can do the keyword main keyword research, and that will give you a list of relevant keywords. And with that relevant keywords, it will give you the traffic as well. So it's not only the keywords that have got a high traffic. We need to also look at the long tail keywords that's relevant, but maybe uh, relevantly, uh, sorry, comparatively a lower traffic. Once we have this list of keywords. There are other ways of doing keyword research, like what, what we know of reverse ASIN search. So you can pick up, you know, five to 10 relevant products. You can plug that into Helium 10's reverse ASIN analysis. Again, that will give you a list of keywords again. So here we've got two lists of keywords that's relevant. Uh, once by looking into the seed keyword, one once another one looking by the reverse ASIN. So once we write the content, um, then we can go through the content itself and find a way to use those relevant keywords as a part of the title, bullet points, description, and the search terms. Now, search terms uh, are the interesting part because it's in the back end, uh, it's a hidden part. We know some of the basics, like we shouldn't put competitive brand name on it because we, it can get penalized very easily. You know, don't do it because I've seen people people's account being suspended as a part of that uh, process. So with the, re with the search terms in the back end, we can put a unique list of keywords without any commas in between. So those unique keywords, meaning if something is already on the content, then rather than repeating them, it's best to put relevant keywords there. So could be, you know, birthday gifts, could be gifts for mother or gifts for father or something like our anniversary gifts, which you may not put in the title because they are not relevant all the time. So once this content is there and that becomes relevant, then its chances of being found is much higher. Then once the content is right, then going back to the uh, top left hand side where we say infographics. We, we all know it works because um, we, we've seen the trend of infographics for some time now. And also, if we think practically, when somebody looks up a product on mobile device or on a desktop, you can see the image itself on the left-hand side. And it's, it's, a, it's something that you get attracted to naturally anyway, because being an image. So there you've got opportunity to explain the USVs about the product very well. So once we get the eyeball, we want people to buy that product. So those infographics help convince the buyer that the product is right. It's solving certain issues. So you've got, uh, you've got opportunity there to put multiple infographics explaining about the product. So that's the content side. Then going, going to the review section. So uh, reviews are a really, really burning topic. Uh, we know uh, recently a lot of accounts, uh, which is external uh, reviews provider, if I say it uh, correctly, they've been uh, taken to courts and all that they've sort of thing. They've been things. terminated. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> even terminated. Yeah, absolutely. So, so 
you know, getting to that sort of right way, it's so, so important. Because as you know, Norm, you know, with being Amazon seller, you've got your, your you know, your bread and butter there and you've got your staff and you've got everybody else involved. So going in the right direction, uh, a right pathway is always a good thing. So with reviews, um, so there are a couple of process that is uh, quite useful. Uh, one of the good process is Amazon Vine program. If you are a trademark, if you've got a brand, you, you've right. got opportunity to send products to Amazon Amazon system, so they get the reviews for you through Amazon Vine program. And they've just changed that over the the year. Now it used to be you'd only get a couple, um, or not a couple, but you know a handful of reviews. And it was fairly expensive, but now the program is just a flat fee, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a, here in the UK, it's 140 pounds, but I'm, I'm sure it's just equivalent of dollars there, there, which is, which is, I think it's good because if you think about it uh, and compare that to Amazon's Vine program or Amazon's program in the past, they used to charge $500 for one SKU in the past. So comparatively, yes, like like you said, normally it's 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 cheaper and it's a right way, and you get your money back sooner because once you start getting reviews, uh, your chances of selling that product well is higher, and you'll get returned much sooner. And other ways people uh, generally use uh, to get reviews is you know launching the product at a better price with with a voucher discount and so on. So um, that is very simple way of doing things and. Recently, I've tried one of the supplements uh, when I launched product on, on, on Amazon. Um, I used the price method, very simple. It was $16.99 product. I started with $5.99. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, um, that product, I couldn't even advertise because it was against the Amazon's policy to advertise. Uh, on that. So with that simple pricing process with $5.99 launch price, relevant keywords, we started getting orders. And as we start getting orders, we started increasing the price of product slightly. Slightly meaning uh, daily and once in two days, uh, we started, not in a couple of pounds, but we started lower than that. So we don't uh, confuse algorithm or we don't want algorithm to trigger that there is a rapid price increase because as soon as it triggers that, as you know, uh, where the, the product gets <laughs> not suspended, but they get blocked because of that. So even those sort of simple steps uh, can help you launch the product well. And even if if you are not launching at a very low price, if you are launching at a price that is a bit more attractive compared to others, um, then that certainly you'll get orders. Then you can request the, the customer to write a review. Again, there are a bunch of plugins that you can use. Right. Um, you know, you've got Jungle Scouts plugin that can that you can use to request reviews on that as well. So when when you're uh, when you're doing that on the price, there's different ways of uh, uh, putting out that price optimization. Are you taking it down just as a sales price, or are you using the regular price less a digital coupon? Yes. So on the price, the recent example I gave you, I did the sale price. So okay. I started the retail price and then I started putting, I started with a sale price and obviously put it from date and to date. I put a two months time gap between them. Yep. 
and then I started changing that sale price, not actual retail price of the product. Okay, so but you didn't use a digital coupon. You just you just put it as a sales price. That's correct. In this in this particular instance, yes. Okay. Yep. And and that's that's definitely something that you can split test if you're a listener. You could sit just you know try try doing a, a launch with a lower price. Strategy works, by the way. And okay, I, like I I don't want to get slammed. Amazon, if you're listening, I'm not trying to promote this. But it back in the day, not too long ago, when people were using rebates, they would pay for it. Now doing this, if you could go out there and go to your break even, uh, or even you know maybe a bit less, maybe you lose. But do you know how much you would have spent just a few months ago on rebates to get the you know to try to get that sales velocity? So by doing this, you're going to get people's attention. If you have a good or if you have a good listing and you provide an excellent customer experience and it's something that is reusable or recurring, guess what? You are building a loyal customer base right off the start and it costs you very, very little. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm quite uh, on to you on that. So, um so with, with these uh, sales, when, and as, as we know, once Amazon sees there is sales coming through the listing, the ranking will gradually improve. So I rather improve the ranking gradually and legitimately. And in time, I'm, I'm sure within a month's time or within two months' time, I should start uh, seeing the sales grow on that particular product. So. Yes, we, we did talk about loss leader approach, talking about the vouchers, talking about the discount, but we are buying time on that. Mm -hmm. If we don't do this, it may take you know longer time, which which somebody else might take over very quickly from you. Okay, so those are the the price optimization, quality um, keywords and search terms in the listing. I mean, those are some of the strategies. Now, what about your title? This is where tons of debate happens uh, one of the things that you wanted to talk about is basically long versus short you know which works what doesn't work or what what you don't necessarily have to do that everybody's talking about yeah absolutely i, I know i'm i've seen uh, i've seen successes on both type of listings but now i'm go seeing some of the listings and I've, you know, long titles doesn't, it's not necessary to have long titles which is with unnecessary keywords. As long as there's relevant keywords, uh, the title on the title itself, that should work. Um, having that longer titles, that would just look title a bit more spammy. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm now going towards the other way of having the relevant, but shorter and snappy titles with relevant keywords. Okay, uh, that, that's uh, that's interesting because I was doing probably short titles uh, a year, year and a half ago, and I did it for quite a long time. And then um, I had uh, Stephen Pope on, and he has a whole other, everybody's got a, their own method. But um, I started playing around with it. And again, this comes down to split testing. And we just we just yesterday put a, a, a new product on. and man i have keywords stuffed uh, that title and it's just an experiment 
you know, and you, you play around with it. Will it work? Will it not work? For that reason, and the, the only reason we're keyword, we're, we're stuffing the bullets and everything is just to get some indexing. But, uh, you know, on the next listing, we might do short. We might do it in between. I think that's important. What do you think? Yeah, so you mentioned about split testing. That's that's a important step now because whereas before you couldn't do it, now within Amazon you can do it. You can use external to to do it. Um, so if we've got, say, for example, two or three products in a similar range, you can always do that testing with a longer titles or with a certain snappier titles, and yeah. and and the result will be like that. So you don't have to guess it anymore. Let's put exactly. It yeah, the, it takes the guessing right out of it, which is really nice. Uh, do you do you do anything special? Like, there's been so many, like talking about bullets. People were talking about originally, you know, putting the emojis up, putting all caps. Um, <laughs> the way you you like you you don't use a semicolon. You have just a the beginning as an engaging part, um, the benefit leading into the end of the sentence, one sentence, multiple sentence, 549 characters, <laughs> you know, make it for mobile. What, what is your approach? Yeah, I think uh, uh, the, what I see is right and a good way to do it is having that uppercase as a tag uh, within the bullet points. Um, I was initially, I've got to be honest, an, a, a sort of a, against it uh, i thought that's not necessary but I, over the period of time as i see how uh, consumers might see that product i see that tagline with all uppercase is yeah. really really important because it catches people's attention and it talks about what that product uh, is there so um so and in terms of uh, writing the bullet points always we need to put why people need to buy that product the features of the product that's always should be at the uppermost part of the bullet points and things like some of the things like money back guarantee and all that sort of thing i don't th personally think that's necessary because people what? are aware yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fluff yeah it, it is it is yeah and well we amazon buyers know there is a guarantee that's the yeah. main reason we go and buy on amazon if it is even five dollars expensive I know if something goes wrong, I'm going to get my money back. Right. Guaranteed. And it's a restricted word. Oh, so you know that that's one one of the one of the things that we are we, we strongly believe in is at the end of the day. So I sell soap. Uh, I think everybody knows this, but at the end of the day, my last bullet is going to be we believe. So we talk about what the company's all about, what our values are all about. So we believe that every human being should have the access to clean water and we support blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, others you know, like show what you're, what you're all about. People like that. If you're phony, if you're fake, if you're just trying to do this and you're not really doing it um, or you're doing it strictly for promotion, it's not going to work. But if this is part of your cultural belief, like your brand culture, then people will buy in and love your product. But you've got to build that around it. And the other thing I like to talk about in bullets is that we preach this all the time. Uh, benefits, benefits, benefits. But yet I'll go to 50%, way more than that maybe, 
and you still see feature and it's like oh god i don't care it, what pain point what's this going to do for me and people are just they don't do it they don't do it on the and they don't lead with something that's important you know it might be three bullets down it's why didn't they put that at the top that's what i'm concerned about yeah absolutely no i agree so uh, like you said, you know, what you say, you got, you got to do it because people know what you're actually doing. So if there are certain claims that you agree, maybe you're spending some uh, spend on, you know, uh, planting trees. Now, the, I thought people aren't concerned anymore. But when I talk to my kids, they are they are a lot more concerned about environment than, than us. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So anything that actually you are doing if you are doing i think it's it can be a part of bullet points um, if you are actually genuinely doing it so yeah yeah, yeah that's what that's a key you you don't want to be called out on that <laughs> no. No. okay now um let's see what time oh we're pretty much at the bottom of the hour so uh anyway any of the listeners we're going to be continuing to talk about the um, the new product launches and what we're doing but if you are doing anything or if you've had a, a good experience lately, a bad experience lately, let us know. Also, no question is too rookie or too newbie. We want to we wanna know your questions. We want to open this up, okay? We want you to be engaged. Love you listening. But if you're listening live, Throw in a question. I'd love to address it. And I did see the comments and the information that Saab gave earlier on today. Thank you um, for the uh, the product opportunity um, uh, comment that you put in there. Uh, we'll make sure that that gets addressed. And um, we're not going to talk product opportunity right now, or you know how you search for that. That is a great topic. But um, there's a good there's a um, a really good comment that Saab uh, put in. Uh, a little earlier on in the episode. So yeah, there it is. It, it was a lengthy one, so it's covering me up. So now you can just see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we do have a Wheel of Kelsey today. Uh, great giveaway. Uh, and why don't you tell us about it? Yes. Uh, so, um, so if anybody's interested in having some consultations about product launches uh, or having your product reviewed, uh, please you know, get back in touch with uh, Kelsey and then we'll, we'll book the 30 minutes time to talk about your product and uh, how to uh, launch that better within Amazon. Yeah, and it's going to be a, a great giveaway. So if you can have a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, and just talk about product or, or whatever, it's 30 minutes, uh, it'll be well worth your while. So if you want, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey and then if you tag two people, you'll get a second entry. And also, we'll uh, we'll throw in a Lunch with Norm mug today if you're in North America. All right. So uh, let me see. Oh, hey, Marsha. Uh, got your email last night. I hope you got my returned one. Um, all right. So anybody interested in that, let us know. And also, we want questions. Don't hold back. Just let them rip. We want to you know, get into that a little bit later on. In the podcast. So let's go do a commercial right now, Kels. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text 
marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands, and get this, exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right, we're back and we're, let's talk a little bit. I know you touched on it, but do you do anything differently now in your search terms, back-end search terms? Right. So uh, what I've been testing, in, uh, I've been testing some um, some unique keywords which mm -hmm. are more related with, say, for example, a gift item. So um, rather than putting those gift items um, on the title itself, I've been testing it, putting some more uh, relevant keywords there. So which I may not be putting on the on the title, for example, gifts for anniversary or gifts for birthdays and things like that. And those are <laughs> a lot more generic, but but they are relevant to the product itself. So so any generic keyword that's relevant and which are a little bit uh, uh, not directly tight, but relevant in a longer way, we have been testing that and that seemed to bring additional traffic to the product page itself. Um, so other than that, um, other than that, there are some away from the search terms, uh, sorry to go away a little bit tangent. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been looking at some of the fields like a lot of us uh, do ignore, including me in the past. Now there are, as you see on the back end of Amazon, there are different tabs and one of the tabs got lots and lots of fields and that can be about a target audience, could be about uh, different ingredients, for instance, and use of the product. Now, those are the areas a lot of us do tend to ignore because it's simply a lot to work on. Um, but when we look at the Amazon uh, listings uh, quality uh, tab, it gives us a list of list of products. Again, we can download a file where it will tell you the list of missing fields then it's very simple enough to upload that. So once we uploaded those information, we seem to have an increased amount of traffic as well because uh, what we have found by doing so is actually all the fields of Amazon listing is important, not only a, a particular other one. So if you haven't started doing that, you know, just go jump into listing quality report, uh, get download the Excel file, upload to the best you can because there are some of them would be completely irrelevant. So best way you can and re-upload them. It's very so simple. So where, where would um, one of the listeners go and if you're new to find that report? Sure. It's, it's going to, it's simple. It's going to Amazon Manage Inventory. And when you'll see a tab, well, it can be a suppressed tab, but also you will see a tab where it says listing quality 
tab, uh, tab. And when you click on that, it will show you a list of products mm -hmm. and it will ask you to upload or directly into that one at a time. But if you're dealing with hundreds of products, it's easier for you to download the listing quality report and then upload the file against it. Very good. Uh, All right. All right. So let's talk. There's a couple of different areas I want to talk about, but one of the things we kind of skipped over, um, the role of infographics and videos. Uh, we, we know about the primary, how important that is. But what about the other uh, images that we have? Yeah, so um, videos and infographics, they are all there to help uh, make buyers make the right decision. So the video itself uh, can be really useful. It doesn't always have to be, um, I dare say, fancy and professional. It doesn't always have to be because the video is there to tell buyer about the use of the product. So as long as you are within the Amazon's terms in terms of creating video, even if you talk about how to use a product or even if you talk about a demo of the product itself, that's perfectly fine because at the end of the day, when buyer comes in the product page, they want to see how to use the product. And uh, you mentioned about infographics. So the second, third, fourth infographics there, they are there to, again, you can use that opportunity to talk about, you know, why people want to buy a product, the use of the product, uh, the benefits of the product, you know. Um, so those are the opportunities there you have. And especially with mobile devices, you know, when you go onto Amazon page, you see the title and immediately below that, you see an image of the product. And that's when people started flicking from right to left. So, and below that, there is a buy now button. So a lot of time, if that image has done right, if the infographics are done correctly, if the videos are done correctly, I don't think buyer needs to go even towards the bottom end because once you start scrolling down, there will be our friends promoting their product as a sponsor product ads. So, so it's it's you it's, say it's, friends. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> so 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 it, it's it's good to capture that audience right from the from the, from the top. All right. So uh, I also want to talk about the role of A+. So, you know, the brand story, which is now used to be either or basically. Uh, now you can do both. Um, would you recommend putting the two together? Uh, but in general, just the the role, what can that do to your listing? It's a, it's a general question. But um, anyways, what are your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the brand story and the A plus, both of them, they help build that confidence with with the buyer. So if if a product is something that that people are want to buy, and when they see the listing, when they see the quality of the listing, it's it's like if you get a gift with a good packaging and getting a gift with a bad packaging. Let's put it that way. So if I see the listing with a good quality content that builds confidence in me. That's number one. And that will help conversion rate. And also there are, uh, without putting name to that, uh, no, there are a lot of, um, there are a, a few experts saying the A plus content actually uh, ranks or the content with the A plus ranks, you know. Uh, and I'd like to take your opinion on that. But as long as we know from Amazon, that they, Amazon does say the keywords on that doesn't rank. but saying that Amazon allows opportunity to put 
um, uh, tags on the image when you design the A plus space and same with the brand story. So whatever it is, even if it's Amazon is not ranking, Google will rank that A plus anyway. So it's still, it's a good opportunity to put relevant keywords and additional opportunity there. In addition to that, a brand story now allows you to feature some products within that uh, within that uh, within that uh, uh, column or row, I should say. Uh, with that, also they also now give opportunity to put brand store page link within the brand story, which is not there in the A plus. So, um, so all these can work together. So what I see is all these are working together to make that page the best it can be. So if you've got opportunity to do it, there's no reason not to do it. Right? That's yeah. how I that's how I take it. Yeah. And yeah, it, it all is coming together. And when you start to to go down the page and you start to build out and your brand consistent, that I mean I think that's very important. If like for us it's orange, blacks, grays. That's that's our colors. And if we stray from that, let's say we throw a blue in there, that, that throws off people. Or if we stray away from the font uh, or the balance, you know, that we kind of use all the time when we're, we're doing social media or anything, uh, Amazon's trying to do that. Uh, they're trying to, they're really putting an effort uh, uh, forward where 2016, 2017, Nike left saying, they're leaving Amazon because they will not support their brand. There could not be a brand community. Now they're back, but um, they're allowing us to do this. They're allowing us to doing it through the brand story, through the store link, through A+, now uh, with posts, with Amazon Live, um, with the storefront. All of these are getting you followers. And guess what happens when you have followers? You click that, like when you go live, everybody gets notified. So you could tell people, hey, I got a new soap scent going or a candle scent or whatever it is. And there's a discount of X. People are going to know about it. And if you can get up to a thousand people, which is not hard. Actually, I'm going to do a case study on that and I'm going to show it back on the podcast. But you know, we've, we've had people that have got 300, 700 very quickly just by being consistent but uh it's got to be not only consistent but it's got to be kind of on target if you're just taking and repurposing the same images which you shouldn't do um nobody's going to be interested oh you got to look at your especially with posts you got to take a look and um you know quantify what's what's working what's not working what's getting you engagement and then go down that path because if you're just putting up a whole bunch of images that suck, well, you're not going to get very far. But, the, you know, I, I just wanted to stress that, you know, it's all about brand building a community around your brand right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So here's a big one. Okay, this is a really big one. Let's talk external traffic. Are you driving external traffic over to your listing? Yeah. So um, yes, for launch, a, for launch, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's definitely a good process, uh, without a doubt. Um, there has to be some sort of asset building uh, as well. So 
one of the easiest way to uh, drive external traffic is Pinterest. Um, a lot of us know Pinterest very well because it's been here for a while, but a lot of us may not use the Pinterest to the best ability we can. Um, if we if we don't do a lot of creating creatives within Pinterest, even if you share your product and put links on that, uh, the 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 nature of Pinterest is such that the links stays. It's got it's got a longevity compared to any other social media. Um, so just share the, your pins about the product on Pinterest and you, you and drive traffic that way. If we spend a little bit more time on it, then that means we can create creatives around the use of the product and share that within the Pinterest and add links to your Amazon listing. So in that way, it's not only there for today, for next hour, but it's going there for, for a while because we get found when somebody searches for that. Engaging pins, like I said, you know, certainly works, like putting the video on Pinterest or putting creatives on the use and the benefits of the product, that's certainly going to help. So that's one way uh, to generate external traffic much, much easier. Can you just go through high-level... Uh, a few action steps. So if we don't do any form of print Pinterest ad, what does it look like? What does it take to get your first, not ad, but your first um, board or post up? What do you need to do? Oh, it's very simple. Going to Pinterest, create an account. Then when you, when you, you just need to, it will prompt you to create a pin. Uh, all you have to do is upload one of your, uh, uh, hero emails about the product and add links to that. You can you can put some text around it about the product itself because it prompts you to do that. Um, because it's prompts, you won't forget to do it. So it prompts you to put a, something about your product, describe your product to the best ability you can and put link. And once you put the link in, when somebody clicks on the pin, then it goes direct to your Amazon page. Uh, I've got to say, it's not a short-term gain on Pinterest. It's a longer-term gain on the Pinterest. Okay. It's right. not always. So maybe maybe once you start doing pins, maybe you need to advertise a little bit on that, put some audience around it. But having just starting with the pins, that's going to take you long way forward. Is that your go-to for external traffic? Um, that is one of the easiest ones. Yeah. Uh, so there are others very, very popularly, you know, people use TikTok, people use YouTube. Um, and when you use this sort of uh, area, then we are talking about getting engaged with influencers. Um, and not, I don't want to be sound preaching it, but it's certainly if some uh, bloggers who have got larger audience, if you hook up with them and give the product for free, for instance, um, or if they talk about your product, the, the audience will be much larger than trying to do everything yourself because we're talking about this product launch so we don't have six months to product launch we've got a month maybe two months max so getting in touch and finding these people who's got larger audience is certainly going to help you to help improve the sales and amazon as we know um, amazon also knows where the traffic is coming from and when we see the external traffic when amazon sees the external traffic onto the product base uh, what we have felt uh, is that there is improvement in ranking of that product, which is one of the reasons why Amazon is pushing for external traffic through various ways. Uh, we know we can track uh, 
traffic to Amazon through attribution tags now. We mm -hmm. can track uh, Amazon traffic through store tags and so on. So from that, we are now know that just driving traffic to Amazon page externally is going to help you rank better anyway. You said something about influencers. So when people hear, I would think the average listener, would, when you talk about influ influencers, they're thinking TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. But you said something a little bit different. You said blogger, or uh, um, yeah, you said blogger. So, well, how are you finding that? Because a lot of people forget there is a huge network of bloggers out there that don't necessarily go on to Instagram or over to YouTube, uh, over to TikTok, but they've got a huge network that follow them as a blogger that can create printed content. Do you use those types of, or do you approach those types of influencers? Yeah, so not just necessarily printed content, but there are bloggers within, say, for example, if we talk about DIY community. So there are people talking about certain products and they are genuinely interested a lot of times talking about that product. So if we are to find our own bloggers within our industry, uh, imagine that traffic, it's, it's, it's permanent, it's constant. Right, right. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's our, it's in our interest to find those people who, uh, who, who want to write about your uh, product. Um, and because the traffic is, I say the word permanent, um, I, I, yeah, it is genuinely, it is permanent because we've got a constant amount of traffic. I think we, we've done our work. I know that's the hardest bit, but getting that on, that also means that there is constant uh, volume of sales coming through the listing itself. Yeah, one of the other things, uh, and you could do this for anybody, but bloggers in particular, I find that this works. We don't talk about it enough, but if you give them five to 10 products mm -hmm. and create a contest, and it could be a referral contest or something like that, you could get a ton of extra eyes on your product launch and you know, a bunch of other people who win about win the product and then go on to review the product or just, you know, uh, just especially if you ask them to tag, now you've got some extra user generation, uh, extra user generated content. But think about contests. But one of the things I got to warn you about, and not you, but everybody in general, is that you have to make sure you understand the rules and regulations of contests. Easy to find out. Usually the contest apps uh, will have them already built in, but it is a different game on to itself. And uh, I was working with a company once. Uh, this was back when paper was around <laughs> and, and people actually had to write the ballot and stuff it in. <laughs> There was an RCMP officer, so that's like an FBI agent here in Canada, that knew the rules around contests, sat in this one store, and that's what he did. All day, he was writing out these ballots. So he's stuffing the ballot box. So there was something as simple as, you know, one, um, you know, one per person. Another thing that was very important, too, and he was going to sue uh, and this is how come he's now sitting in this place writing out these ballots. But 
no purchase was necessary. And there was something built around a Canadian law about your per like if something around having to purchase a product or have, having not to purchase a product, there was different regulations. Anyways, whatever country you're in, make sure you check out the regulations if you want to do contests. If you're doing an app, usually it is built in. Like we use King Sumo for ours and it's already built in. So I'm not sure. Have you ever done contests? Um, personally, I haven't. Um, personally, I haven't. But we, we've gone through the blogger process of sending the product to the influencers. So yeah. yeah, not too many people do. They just think about the social media side and kind of left that alone. But, you know, just think about that side. There's a lot of really great content people. And also, uh, another thing you can do, uh, check out Harrow. There's people that are looking for product in your niche to write about. And these are journalists. And Harrow, um, you can get it for free, but $19 a month, you can get ongoing, you know, pitches or what people are looking for. And you can get some really great. I know Paul Barron, I think it was Paul, he he did something on Harrow. And he ended up with some crazy, crazy exposure. I'm pretty sure it was him with his uh, baby swim diapers. Anyways, um, check Harrow out too. That, that could be good for, for your launch. All right, before we get to the questions, are there any other tips, tricks, strategies that you want to go over? Yeah, I, I think we've gone through quite a bit things already. We so, have. Uh, we <laughs> have. So um, um, I'm just, I can't think of anything else to be perfectly honest. So it's just, I think what I've got to stress that whatever you do, stay within the policy because it doesn't worth the business. You know, it doesn't worth losing your business just going the shortcut method, really. And the truth of the matter is that if you stick, to a high quality uh, listing, a great customer experience. You don't need hacks that are going to, you know, put you on Amazon's radar. You can do it naturally. Uh, and it might take a little bit longer, but by marketing, and it all comes down to marketing. If you do that properly and you got a great customer experience, you, you, you can't help it. You're going to have a great product. You know, it's going to come down price, competition, and your search volume. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we didn't touch base on advertising, but, but that is something um, it, it's, it's given that we need to try when you launch a product. And advertising is a complicated topic. So very simply putting... Uh, put some money in advance so you know what to expect and what to uh, what to spend. Uh, with advertising, you, know, you, you get the right eyeballs, you put the right targets in, and you you will sell. You know it's it's a billion it's a multi billion pound business. It does work. It's worth testing it. Uh, you know it's not only I've got to say it's not only keywords that we need to, we can target with Amazon. We can target ASIN now. Uh, so you, you can appear against another product. And if we, interestingly, if you do a brand advertising and if you target ASIN or a category with your brand advert, you get to appear against the keyword ranking that ASIN or you get to appear against the keywords that's converting and that belongs to that category. 
So that's a really interesting mm. area if you've not started doing. Um, so don't leave a brand targeting or sponsor brand ad uh, to say it correctly. So don't leave the sponsor brand ad for the later on. Start using them right away, yeah. early on as well. So. Yeah. Last thing I'm going to say, then I'll shut up, uh, is that one of the other things, kind of like what you're talking about with the uh, PPC, but we do pre-launch. Yeah. We announce, we'll put it on the website or in social media that we are launching, you know, here it is. And there's going to be a promo for the first week, first 50 people, first 100 people. We'll announce it through a press release. Um, we'll, we'll build content. Like right now we are building a massive amount of content on the site that we have, and we don't even have a product on it right now. It's just about cigars and, you know, just massive amounts before we do anything. And then once we get it, we're going to announce it, but we've already built traffic over to the site and we've already built a mailing list because people want more content about what we're writing about. And all we're giving them right now is value. Now, is that, should you do that on your first listing or your second? Probably not. Um, it takes time. It takes money to do this. But if it is your first listing and you want to do a quick announcement or make sure that you start putting it on your social media, go for it. You know, just make people. And that's the same with pre-launch pre-holiday sales or if you want to give like we got prime day coming up next month and black friday let people know that they can get your product five percent cheaper than if they do it on prime day and that way you can plateau your sales because usually sales dive before prime day uh, because people are waiting so you can increase your sales or make them plateau if you know that you're going to give them five percent better something along those lines yeah all right. See, I, I told you at the beginning where we, just before we came on, I said, it, uh, I'm a long winded. I'll blabber on, you know, I have guests on the show and I take over. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, what you are saying all the right things, you know, and uh, it, it's good to hear your experience as well. And uh, I'm learning as I, as I, as I, as I speak, I'm learning as well. From <laughs> so I'm not just blabbering. Okay. No, no, good. Good. <laughs> all right. Kelsey, it looks like we have some questions. Yes, we do. Uh, we can jump right into them uh, from Christine. Uh, what strategy do you recommend for products that are at a higher price than all the com competitors on Amazon uh, planning to launch in two months? Uh, okay, so um, so with the products with the higher price, that that's a little bit um, uh, interesting topic itself. So if the product is off, I'll say, for example, $100. So if it, if it is a very high ticket product, I, th I think we need to make sure that the content is right from the start, because if somebody wants to put $100 in the basket, you know, they need to be sure that's a, a good product. That means the information that you have, the imagery you have, the, the video you have on the content is right. Then secondly, start putting some uh, strategy around the advertising, how you're going to target your product. So I'm sure there are your competitors. So we can find out what they are ranking against. So you can learn from uh, from the keywords they're targeting. You can target those keywords and you can target against them. Put vouchers around your product because if, if I'm to see a $100 product and if another product got 
10 reviews, for instance, why should I buy your product? So that, try to give reason behind it. So within these few things, if you work around that content, the advertising strategy and the promotion side, which is vouchers and promotion. So these three things will play, uh, play together really well when you launch the product. Yeah, one of the things that I can add is take a look whenever you do your search for your product, you're going to see usually three pricing tiers. I talk about this quite a bit. You're going to have the lower level, which are usually the Chinese fighting for pennies and nickels. They go after volume. You've got the average seller um, that, you know, let's say it's 20 to $40. And then you've got the higher seller and you'll see 60 to $80, something along those lines. Well, you'll see the difference in quality. You'll see the difference in copy. You'll see the difference in packaging. If you're going to go out at a higher price than your competitors, I do this all the time. Your packaging has to be better. Your quality of your images have to be great. Everything, there can't be any red flags. And if you do have social media and you're not consistent with your brand, or if you don't have a website or a one pager, that's all. Something where people can take a look. You're a micro brand. If nobody knows you, that means nobody trusts you. So right off the bat, if they're going to check you out on your launch and they're going to hit that button, they're going to go over to probably Google, see who you are. And if you've got something like a press release or some content or a website or some social media, and it looks consistent with your listing, you don't have to spend a lot of money then you can easily come out fighting and have a level level playing field. But you just have to be consistent. And every single, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a HDMI cable or mining equipment or whatever. Always three tiers of prime. Always, always, always. So check it out. Okay. Uh, next question is from Marsha. Marsha's asking, uh, my FBM orders are not showing up in my Seller Central Pending Orders tab. Any thoughts on what might be going wrong? Huh. I have no idea. Are, are you in the right country? <laughs> if they're coming through United States, are you in United States? Um, that's tough. I, 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 I don't think I've heard of that because... So you're getting an FBM order, you're seeing it. Now, I know that they don't, they like, if you're going in and you're seeing a real-time order uh, in your business reports, it won't show up until the next day. But um, I don't, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, so generally, uh, generally if the orders are pending, that the payment is not clear. So. If it is not showing up, uh, I'm not sure how you are even finding out that it shouldn't be showing up. If it is order that has cleared, then you should see not in the pending orders. You should actually see on the normal orders. So right, uh, yeah, I think it may be best. Okay, so okay, I think Marsha has added some things here there already. Yeah, so I'll read it out so yeah. the listeners can hear. Uh, Marsha added, I just learned of the orders when I received a late shipping notice. All orders ship within a four-hour window, so that was upsetting. Hmm. I don't uh, I don't know. Uh, all I know is a lot of, like, throws off a few people when they see that their orders and their business reports don't add up to what they see. 
and that's like you said it's it's payment cleared yeah it's usually at 24 hours you'll see the uh, you'll see it in your um re order report but yeah I, i'm sorry marcia I, I can't help you there yeah, perhaps, uh, Marcia, you can get in touch with Kelsey and then explain a little bit more and we can perhaps help out uh, it later on. And if you enter, you might get that 30-minute consult. <laughs> oh, yeah, Marcia's, Marcia's entered. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, this one is from Eric. Uh, what metrics do you look at for a PPC campaign? How many clicks should you see per X impressions? I think my campaign is a mess and I've been working on making it more effective. Okay. Uh, do, do you want to take this norm or shall I take it? Go ahead. You can start. Uh, okay, cool. So um, the the natural or you know, first thing we need to look at is impressions and clicks. So if there are uh, very less impressions or you're not getting impressions faster, that means your ads are not being seen. So you need to check whether your bids are right, whether your keywords are relevant. But if you are getting uh, clicks and then not conversion, then we need to check whether something is right on the product itself, which means we've got the right people in or we've got the people on the page, but no conversion. Is the price right? Then we check if the keywords is relevant and all that sort of thing. Then other things like, for example, uh, cost of sales and or returns on the ad spend. Obviously, that's the most important thing we look at because that helps you determine whether your pro products are profitable or not. So the cost of sales, I think they've got a lots of ways of calculating the cost of sales. Some people say, okay, we need to look at cost of overall sales. So we, we call it popular loan attackers. Uh, some want to think about cost of sales of right that particular sales within the ads. So as long as you are getting some sales through that during product launch, even if the cost of sales is higher, higher meaning maybe 50%, 60%, it's very high, it, it's a loss leader, but we are converting. And that's the most important part when you launch a product. If we are not converting, the ranking will never improve. If we are converting, even if with the higher acres, we know the ranking is going to improve. Then you can work towards finding the balance between the uh, sales and the cost of sales. So I've talked about lots of metrics there. So if we combine them all together, uh, that can help you uh, create a better uh, campaigns. I hope that helps, Eric. Yeah, and Eric, uh, I know we've said this a million times, but auto campaigns aren't auto campaigns of the past. Uh, some of my clients right now, some of their most successful campaigns are auto, believe it or not. You know, we we used to throw a dime and just kind of, it was a catch-all. But now uh, it could be a major contributor for, you know, your income. I, I, um, I'm with you. I'm with you, Norm, on that. And sometimes if you've got, say, for example, 1,000 products on, on the account, um, you know, forget the automation and all that sort of thing. If you're manually doing it, you know, you've got to rely on campaigns like auto as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. We've got three more questions. Uh, yep. Next one is from Christine. Uh, good tip about Pinterest. Are you recommending sponsored ads on there or just posting? 
I think initially it's it's good to start with uh, posting it because my my thought was to if you are not doing Pinterest and if I as a result of this podcast with Norm if we start doing just posting on it that's a good start and I think the natural progression from posting will be advertising that that will be natural progression. Okay. Okay, uh, two more questions. One is from Claudia. Uh, what is the most effective way to send productive uh, external traffic to your Amazon listing or storefront? So uh, what's your favorite? What's the most effective? Yeah, so based on um, the experience we have, uh, Google seems to be a most cost effective uh, as we speak right now in general. But again, individual category or in individual listings may have a different result. Are you using PixelMe or Amped? Do uh, this is going over to you. Are you uh, using Pix PixelMe or Amped for um, for your service for Google Ads? So uh, no, it's a direct Google one directly. Oh, okay, very good. Yeah. Okay, and our last question is from Tony. How do you feel about Shopify banning buy with Prime? Yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll let Norm take on that because I've got less experience on that. Yeah, you know what, Tony? Um, I don't know too much about the banning. I, I didn't even know that they did ban. I didn't hear that. So that's news to me. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, look, you know what? I could make it up and tell you what I think, but let me do <laughs> let me do some investigating and come back to me on that one. Uh, I'll check it out because I didn't think there was going to be a problem with that. I thought that Shopify was actually embracing that. So um, let me see. Let me just remind me and maybe um, just shoot me a, a direct message afterwards just to remind me. Okay, I think uh, just before we get over to the uh, Wheel of Kelsey, if you don't know the Wheel of Kelsey, if you're a first-time listener, uh, we have these giveaways. And today we're going to have a 30-minute consult direct, one-on-one. -on -one. So it's going to be great. I, if you like the uh, information you heard today, just imagine um, if you get a 30-minute uh, consult. So anyways, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey or uh or tag two people, and you can have a direct consult with Probot and um, directly. So he's a guy that has all the knowledge. And don't forget, he knows a little bit about eBay as well. So just before we do that, um, Kels, can we run our last uh, sponsorship? Alrighty. A big thank you to our sponsor, Startup Club, the largest club on Clubhouse with over 790,000 members and growing. They're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24-7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn, and grow together. 
Hey, just before we get into the Wheel of Kelsey, you want to talk to people about how they can contact you directly or a little bit about your company? Sure. So uh, my company is Online Seller UK. As it says UK, you know, I'm based in the UK, but we help with sellers, Amazon sellers in the UK, uh, Europe and the USA. So if you'd like to get in touch and find out a bit more about me or if you've got any question, it's ps at onlinesellerukcom Okay, very good. All right, Kels, it's that time. Alrighty, and I just want to say thank you to Connor. He says, another great show. Thanks, guys. Also from Cindy, uh, great info. Thank you. So thank you for listening to the podcast and uh, hope we uh, gave you some value today. Um, but yeah, here we go. Wheel of Kelsey. Um, enjoy, everyone. It's time for the Wheel of All right. All right. So thank you, everyone who entered. This is for the 30-minute consultation. And uh, yeah, if you are the winner, please email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com to claim your prize. And let's see who today's winner is. And oh, wow, Marsha claimed another one. Uh, of course. There we go. <laughs> and you know right. what? There we go. I said, you know, you can you can ask this if you win, and she did. <laughs> All righty, congratulations, Marsha. That's k at lunchwithnorm.com to claim your prize. Uh, we do this every single podcast, so if you didn't win today, make sure you come back on Monday and uh, yeah, see what you can get next time. Yeah, and by the way, uh, you know, when we started Wheel of Kelsey, it was kind of for fun, and we calculated the other day. We've probably given over well over a hundred, maybe one hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of prizes. So, uh, and all of them, you know, they were pretty much relevant. I know we gave away a couple of coffee mugs with some M and M's. That's only the good stuff. But you know, just consult to help everybody. Like the whole purpose of this podcast is to make online sellers better. And by giving out these uh, consults like today and all these other ones that we've done, uh, we hope that, like Marsha, you must have got a couple of these things by now. I, I know you have. Uh, but, you know, these are, we get them for you. It was kind of fun to do. We didn't know how it would go. And all of a sudden, you know, these are very popular um, because it helps you grow as a business person. So, you know, if you have any suggestions uh, for the giveaways or for Wheel of Kelsey, I know it's a lot of fun, but, you know, we'd love to hear uh, what you'd think about that as well. So anyways, thank you, sir, for being on. You survived. Pleasure. No, thank you very much, uh, Norman, Kelsey, and the whole team for inviting me. And, um, yeah, thank you on all the best for the future podcast. And uh, we're going to invite you back to talk about eBay. Is that okay? Yeah, perfect. Perfect. All right. Very good. Okay, sir. Well, thank you so much. And I hope everybody enjoyed today's uh, podcast. Kelsey, where are you? Hey, hey. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Um, if you haven't yet, make sure you smash those like buttons. Give us a thumbs up. And uh, yeah, uh, make sure you come back on Monday um, for the next episode. And uh yeah, uh, join the Facebook group. That's 
Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA, and e-commerce collective. Check it out. Uh, we've got discounts. We've got uh, group discussions happening. We like to throw memes in there. Um, just connect with our audience, our beardos, our beard nation. Uh, it's a great community and a great place just to network and get to know everyone as well. Um, we've met a lot of really great sellers and uh, made some great connections. I know just being a part of this community, meeting, uh, getting to know Claudia, Marsha, um, Christine, Rich, um, some of them I've even been able to meet in person. You're going to miss people and people are going to get ticked off, Kels. Oh, no, no, I know. I, I can't name them all. There's <laughs> there's so many. Tony, I just had a call the other day with. And um, yeah, I, just being able to you know talk to Michael Eastman and um, work with his business and like give him some advice or um, just connecting with everyone. It's been great. And uh, just thank you so much for listening to our podcast. <laughs> we know it's, uh, it's a lot of time and effort and uh, in the middle of your day. So we do really appreciate it. Okay. So thank you for joining us. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, we got some things uh, coming up that I think you guys are going to love. Uh, anyways, thanks for being part of our community. We could not do this without you. We appreciate you. Have a great weekend. And we will see you on Monday. Lunch with no lunch with no lunch.